Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, with new episodes airing every Tuesday. I'm Jay Asser, an editor for Health Leaders. In today's episode, I'm joined by Dr. Bruce Meyer, Executive Vice President and Market President for Western Pennsylvania at Highmark Health. Dr. Meyer's new role rolls the insurance and provider divisions into one, giving him a unique perspective on the current financial climate for payers. Hi, Dr. Meyer. It's great to speak with you. Hey, it's great to speak with you as well. Thanks for having me. As I just touched on, you're in a bit of a unique role now. Could you tell us a little bit more about it and how you're finding the role so far? Sure. I'm incredibly excited about the opportunity uh, because this is one of the very few situations in which looking at the provider side of the world and the payer side of the world is combined into one role. Now, obviously, it's not every payer in the marketplace, but but it is a you know a significant part of the marketplace is Highmark uh, here in Western Pennsylvania. So it gives me the opportunity to really think about how do we have to redesign the economics of healthcare from the payer and provider perspective, recognizing there's a consumer perspective as well, but from the payer and provider perspective to create a sustainable model. Because right now, we we are pretty much in a semi-crisis mode for particularly for hospitals and healthcare systems in terms of the economic dynamics of the significant increases in um, expenses uh, and a flattening of the revenue stream, particularly over the last 18 months or so at the uh, as we've been through the pandemic, not the big, you know, early part of the pandemic, but particularly in the last 18 months. We've seen these really dramatic changes in economics for hospitals and health systems. That is an unsustainable situation. So I feel like there's a I'm in a unique opportunity to try to find a uh, uh, a much better future that gives us an opportunity to create more sustainability. To, uh, and then I'm in, truly inspired and excited by the living health model that David Holmberg, as the CEO at Highmark, has really proposed, which is really designed to say, how do we allow people to live their best lives by uh, taking healthcare out of the equation to the degree possible and making sure that we're getting upstream in terms of chronic disease and preventing exacerbations, that we are giving people health literacy and engaging uh, individuals in their health journeys and that we are uh, managing the total cost of care such that we're, we're actually trying to flatten that curve, which, although it flattened a little bit in the first year of the pandemic, has really had an unsustainable trajectory probably for 30 years in this country in terms of healthcare inflationary costs. And and you know to try to really find a way to pro, you know to provide people with high quality, safe, equitable healthcare at the lowest cost possible. You mentioned that hospitals and health systems right now are in, are in a bit of a semi-crisis mode and, you know, the economic challenges are, are plenty at the moment. What specifically maybe have you found in your role so far to be of the most concern? Yeah, I think the biggest concern is, is really workforce. Between burnout issues and the rise of, I would say, we have a nursing workforce shortage that's pretty profound. And what that has led us to is to have a significant increase in travelers and uh, in even foreign nurses coming in just to be able to provide the appropriate care uh, at healthcare sites, particularly in hospitals and health systems. We recognize that we've lost a bit of a generation, an older generation of nurses who have just, you know, at some point decided they're not interested in working in a hospital anymore. 
younger nurses uh, are are very interested obviously in the opportunity to you know make a living and 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 make as good a living as they can and so the rise of of travelers and people's willingness to travel in order to make a little more money as a nurse has become very profound over the last couple of years and that's led to very significant increases in costs in uh inpatient settings uh, and facility-based settings in particular, but also in doctor's offices, because you it, you just have to pay a premium in order to get the staff to be able to take care of patients. That's the number one piece. I think second to that really is supply chain. Inflationary costs in the supply chain are, are no different and actually at some level worse than what we've seen in food and, and housing and other kinds of pricing in this country in terms of inflation. We've had double-digit inflation in those arenas over the last three years uh, in healthcare. Same kind of thing in pharmacy costs. Pharmacy costs have had double-digit inflation over the last three years. And that, you know, those three things combined have just led to a dramatic rise in the expense uh, equation for uh, the facility-based side of the healthcare world. When we talk about these challenges, it's often focused on hospitals and health systems. But on the payer side, how do you see these problems kind of trickling over? So uh, on the payer side, you know, that we are we face a similar dramatic issue, which is that employers who uh, and the federal government who pay for the vast majority of care in this country, employers and we've been shifting costs of care onto employers in one way or another, whether they're self-insured or or commercial. Employers have reached a point where that uh, continuing inflationary cost of health care has simply become unsustainable for them. And we saw about 10 years ago where employers from a plan design working with the payers have shifted more of the cost onto their individual employees, but we've reached a point where employees can no longer afford those kinds of inflationary costs. You know, the number one cause of personal bankruptcy in this country is healthcare debt. And employers have said, I can't sustain this continued increase. And so the, the, there is incredible pressure on plans to find ways to plateau the inflationary increase or, or just cap off increased costs in terms of healthcare. And that's why we've seen a dramatic shift from commercial insurance to self-insured insurance, because that's a, a way for people to help control their costs a little more. And I think, you know, the concern is that we reach a place where, candidly, CFOs in the world say, hey, I'm going to turn healthcare into a defined contribution rather than a defined benefit kind of plan. And then the onus entirely becomes on the individual. And health literacy in this country has not reached a point where individuals really understand costs of care and can make good decisions on their own yet. And so, uh, I mean, that's obviously a goal for us. But but I think on the plan side, what we have seen is tremendous pressure to try to reduce inflationary costs of healthcare for employers and uh, and self-insured clients. What strategies do you feel payers can utilize right now to deal with a lot of that? And maybe what are some strategies at Highmark Health that you yourself are uh, taking a look at to combat some of these issues? Without tooting the horn of Highmark and and what Highmark is is trying to do in our catchment area, but I, I think there's got to be a much better partnership between payers and providers. We, for the most part in this country, have had relatively adversarial relationships between payers and providers in which payers kind of view providers as 
folks who are just spending money unnecessarily. And it's true that there is significant waste in the healthcare system. It's not always visible to providers directly, but, you know, in the the data suggests it's as much as 30% of cost of healthcare, but payers look at providers as in a simplistic way as folks that are just spending too much money. And providers look at payers as folks who have a giant pool of money sitting somewhere in a vault somewhere that they're simply not giving to providers for the work that they are doing. And that, and although that's simplistic, it's very real. And that um, adversarial relationship has been going on for 40 years in this country, it's just accelerated significantly through the pandemic, where because there was significantly less spending for healthcare during the pandemic, payers were were able to do well because they still received the the payments from uh, the government and from the the, the businesses. And uh, but providers struggled mightily because they weren't seeing volumes and getting revenues in. And and so that adversarial relationship has accelerated a bit. And I think that the solution and obviously why I'm in this job is because I think the solution is that we've got to find a way to partner. We've got to find a way to work together to find a better future for uh, the economics of healthcare in this country, because our current economic trajectory is truly unsustainable. And what we cannot do is say that there's a winner and a loser in that uh, economic equation, because ultimately the loser is the the public who need healthcare, and 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 particularly the disadvantaged among us who you know have poor access or or poor health literacy in terms of being able to live their best lives. And so I, I am a tremendous advocate, and obviously why I'm in this role and why I'm excited about the role is the opportunity to truly combine. Uh, a blended organization of a payer and provider to try to solve those uh, significant issues. It'll be interesting to see if maybe necessity forces a change in that regard. And as you said, forces us to kind of create more of a partnership between the two. That's all the questions I had for you, Dr. Meyer. Thank you again for your time and, and your insights. Truly my pleasure. And thank you for listening to Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back with new episodes featuring more healthcare industry insights. Until next time.